Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Ethiopia's Tigray region sees army launching major offensive. Southwest cancels hundreds more flights, but explanation is incomplete. And US and EU invite 20 more countries to global methane pact. It's Tuesday, October 12. I'm Anthony Davis. The Ethiopian army has launched coordinated attacks on all fronts against forces from the northern Tigray region, the rebels say. They said the government was using artillery, tanks, jets and drones in an attempt to reinvade the region. A senior rebel source said Tigray forces were holding their ground. The Ethiopian government has not confirmed any fighting and a communications blackout makes independent verification impossible. A senior member of the Tigray People's Liberation Front, Getachew Reader, said the government offensive launched last week was now in full swing. Asked if a ground offensive had been launched, Ethiopian Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed's spokeswoman said the government had a responsibility to protect its citizens across the country from acts of terrorism, but gave no further details. Thousands of people have been killed in the conflict, and another two million have been forced to flee their homes. The Ethiopian government has not confirmed reports of a major offensive against the Tigray rebels, but a mobilization of the country's forces and allied militia over the past few months left no doubt that a huge operation was in the offing. With elections out of the way and the rainy season at its end, the Prime Minister seems focused on a military solution to the long-drawn-out conflict. The war has already taken its toll on the country. Thousands have been killed, millions displaced, and hundreds of thousands are facing famine. Southwest Airlines said on Monday it expects to resume normal service this week after cancelling more than 2,500 scheduled flights since Saturday, blaming unfavourable weather and air traffic control issues in Florida. The airline had cancelled 1,124 flights, or 30% of its daily operation on Sunday, and more than 800 trips on Saturday, according to data from the flight tracking platform FlightAware. The website also showed over 588 cancellations yesterday. Southwest Chief Operating Officer Mike Van de Ven said in a message to employees late on Sunday that the sudden flight cancellations had caused staff shortages and may lead to a reduction in the number of flights the company can operate in November and December. Southwest, whose shares fell as much as 4.3%, did not give the number of cancellations but said it was significant. The widespread disruptions began shortly after the Union for Southwest's 9,000 pilots asked a federal court on Friday to block the airline's order that all employees get vaccinated against COVID-19. The union said it doesn't oppose vaccination, but it argued in its filing that Southwest must negotiate before taking such a step. 
Pilots are not conducting a sick-out or slowdown to protest the vaccine mandate, according to the union, which said it had not authorised and will not condone any job action. The Pilots Association offered another explanation. It said Southwest's operation has become brittle and subject to massive failures under the slightest pressure because of a lack of support from the company. The union complained about the already strained relationship between it and the company. Airlines persuaded thousands of workers to take leaves of absence during the pandemic. Unions at Southwest and American have argued that the management was too slow to bring pilots back, leaving them short-handed. Meanwhile, the FAA acknowledged delays in parts of Florida on Friday, but pushed back against Southwest's air traffic control explanation. Southwest was the only airline to report such a large percentage of cancelled and delayed flights over the weekend. Two dozen countries have joined a US and EU-led effort to slash methane emissions 30% by 2030 from 2020 levels, giving the emerging global partnership momentum ahead of its launch at the UN Climate Summit in Glasgow later this month. Nigeria, Japan and Pakistan are among the 24 new signatories to the Global Methane Pledge, which was first announced by the United States and EU in September, with the aim of galvanising rapid climate action before the start of the Scotland Summit on October 31st. The pledge will now cover 60% of global GDP and 30% of global methane emissions. If fulfilled, it would have a significant impact on the energy, agriculture and waste sectors responsible for the bulk of methane emissions. The nine original partners include Britain, Indonesia and Mexico, which signed on to the pledge when it was announced last month. Methane is a greenhouse gas and the biggest cause of climate change after carbon dioxide. Several recent reports have highlighted the need for governments to crack down on methane to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees centigrade, the goal of the Paris Climate Agreement. US Special Climate Envoy John Kerry said he hoped to have more than 100 countries signed up in time for the COP26 climate summit. The countries involved represent a range of different methane emissions profiles. For example, Pakistan's main source of methane emissions is agriculture, while Indonesia's main source is waste. The US and Nigeria, meanwhile, have significant oil and gas sector methane emissions. The United States will engage with India and China to urge them to join the pledge in the weeks leading up to the UN Climate Summit. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions.
Just two friends having lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts. 